Oh, hello, and here we are again. I've got a very interesting show today, but only interesting to a certain type of person. This is a very niche show. Uh, this show is about Austin Steinbart and the collective of volunteers that he brought together known as Steinbart Media Group. I've got a behind-the-scenes volunteer, uh, Taryn Cervantes, who is an editor and show producer, and she works within Steinbart Media Group. So this is for people that are familiar with Austin, people who might have questions, uh, might be interested in some of the behind-the-scenes angles of Steinbart Media Group. Um, and I'm terribly interested in it. And this show uh, is my show. So here we go. Without further ado, I've got an interview with Taryn Cervantes. Mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast, a common sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Frat, the Conservative Hippie. All right, I've got Taryn Cervantes on the line. Taryn, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, I I, I kind of have a peripheral uh, view of who you are and uh, the organization that you're a part of. So I want to try to give you my interpretation of who you are, what you're a part of, and then you can fill in all the blanks and you can correct me as we go. But... From what I see, you are a volunteer at the Steinbart Media Group, and that's its current incarnation. Last year, when Austin Steinbart came out and said that he was a, uh, I don't, you know, don't want to use hyperbole, but a secret agent, he was a, a contractor for the government, possibly the DIA, he was behind or a part of the Q group. Um, they, they requested volunteers to come to Arizona. You and your husband traveled from California, moved to Phoenix, Arizona to be a part of this mission, of this group. And now, about a year and almost a half later, uh, we find ourselves in this holding pattern. I believe you have been a part of a show called Quantum Consciousness. And that's, that's really what I know about you, that you're currently in Arizona, you're still volunteering, you are an official member of the Steinbart Media Group that was kind of formed, um, oh, I don't know, probably a year ago. Um, fill me in on what I'm missing about you. What did you do before? What did you do in California before you moved to Arizona? And fill me in on what I'm wrong about. Um, you have a pretty great 40,000 foot view over uh, overview. And uh, basically, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, California for my entire life. I've lived in multiple different places. Um, I've always been such a diehard Democrat liberal, um, which is kind of expected if you live in, in Southern California really nowadays. Um, and, you know, I was just blind to everything going on in the world and just uh, believed all this propaganda you see on the TV. Um, I went to college. I've always been very into the creative arts aspect. And I went to college for audio engineering. Um, and I always said, I'm never going to be a video editor. <laughs> that was like the thing I told everyone. I was like, I hate video editing. 
Uh, fast forward about 10 years later, I'm a professional video editor now. <laughs> it's funny the way things work. Um, but before that, after college, I got a job working in the entertainment industry for this third party company that got contracted by popular movie studios like uh, Disney, 20th Fox, Lionsgate, Warner Brothers. And I was at that job for about eight years. And my life at that point was only about really having fun. Um, not really thinking too deep into things and you know I had a, I had a good time but there was just always like you know in the matrix uh when when he says uh you know there's you know there's something always wrong in the world um I always had that innate sense of like there's something more going on and all my friends called me like the alien girl because I was always into aliens um and then in about 2015 I had some very, very horrible um, stuff happened to my family. Uh, a couple family members got really sick. It was just like, bam, 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 one thing right after another. And that really puts you in this like state of complete despair. And I think that was all meant to happen because it really like stripped away all the comfort I had in the world. Cause I had a great, great, beautiful life uh, until that year. Um, and so my husband and I moved in with my parents to help take care of uh, our, our sick family members. And so one, one day I, oh, my father was always a diehard Republican and we would get in the most massive arguments, um, especially during the election, the 2016 election. And one day I ran across uh, this post about QAnon and I dived into it and literally within 24 hours like a light switch went off my head and the next day I went to my dad and I was like um I think Trump is trying to save the world <laughs> and he he thought I was joking him uh, joking with him and so it just led me to like six months straight of research you know every day on my phone and my husband bless his heart he's he was so patient with me and he knew I was like going through things eternally, internally. And it was so, so, so lonely. And I remember just like praying to God, like, please, God, just give me one person I can talk to this with, with this stuff about because, you know, people were starting to think I was like going through some mental, like, uh, I don't know, some, some crazy mental uh, illness by all these crazy thoughts I had, which is really just questioning things. And so, I ran across Austin's videos um, when they first came out. When, what year was that? I believe it was like 2019. I know. It, it, it seems like it was so long ago. It does. But it, it was right? it was 2020. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and his videos were extremely powerful. And they, they spoke in a way and um, communicated information in a way that wasn't that wasn't readily available. Uh, he he seemed to have information um, that nobody else had, and he seemed to be able to convey it in a way that nobody else was. Yeah, exactly. The way I like to explain it is like he tied up all these loose ends that I had, a, a, you know, like in the movement. Um, you know, there's so many different factions of it. There's, uh, you know, the deep state. Uh, there's like alien stuff there's a metaphysical part to it you know and it, it's just like he tied up all these loose ends and the center of it was the quantum technology and that's what really got me i was like like the light bulb went off like that makes sense and um 
so I went, I was like, I really want to become active, more active in the movement. I, I, uh, become more educated about things. And by the way, that's one thing that I don't think people, people are not educated enough, um, about the history of America, about why the constitution was even created. Um, you know, it's like the most well-written document ever written and people just don't have appreciation for it anymore. And they want, they want it to be changed, but, um, the people who wrote it, you know, spent so long and studied all these other ancient cultures and came up with the constitution. And it's such a beautiful thing. Um, and so one day, I don't know if you know who Michael Corey is, he was doing some interviews with Austin and posted a thing on Twitter saying, uh, we need some, some, someone to clip up audio clips of Austin's interviews. And I was like, I could do that. And I had been wanting to get back into audio stuff because that's, that's what my true passion was. And I had lost it for like eight years doing this corporate job that I had no passion for at all. Sure. It was a very, very secure job, but I was just ready for something more. And so I started uh, doing these clips for him. And then they asked me to be an editor on quantum consciousness. And I had never, ever done video editing before really and so I started doing it and it's such a natural uh and creative thing for me that I just picked up really fast and I loved it and I would spend up to like 18 hours a day in front of my computer um and it worked out because because of coronavirus I had started working from home um around that exact same time it was it you know everything just lined up so perfectly for this path to happen in my life and so for about six no i would say about a year um i was getting very heavily involved in smg went from doing quantum consciousness to really come trying to come up with an infrastructure from it and mind you we were all driving blindly because none of us had done any of this before and then in in may this past may uh, my husband and I had the opportunity to move up here to Phoenix. And I I would also kind of say, like, I was running away from the issues I was experiencing in my life in Los Angeles, you know, with family family problems. So it, it, it was just kind of like an escape for me as well. And it was time for a new chapter in our lives. And, and here we are. <laughs> okay. So when you worked on quantum consciousness, you you weren't in Arizona yet? No, I was not. That's one of the things I've found amazing about uh, as I've researched and looked into SMG and just basically paid attention is how many people are not in that direct area. And, and then the stories that come out about those early days when volunteers were flocking to Arizona, it it, it kind of comes across a bit like a frat house more so than um, an elite unit um, trying to attack the cabal. And what what do you have to say about that? Where I know uh, you know it turned me off at the time. Where Austin's personal life uh, spilled out into social media, and he did uh, videos explaining some things that really didn't need to be explained, and the drama of what was going on at the house kind of came to the forefront. Um, is your experience with with SMG um, after that, during that, before that? What do you have to say about that period? 
Um, I am not, I don't like confrontation. I don't like drama. I think it was meant to be that I was not living out here during that time. Um, and you know, in this movement, there's such an array of characters, um, you know, all walks of life. And it's such an exciting, uh, you know, Austin's, Austin's uh, information is just so, so exciting. And people, you know, just wanted to, to get together and help out. At, I believe that's, I really do think that's what it was at first. Um, but, you know, human egos and, you know, just the nature of, of humanity sometimes, uh, it, it's it, it can be very very confusing too to to harness in all of these all this excitement all these emotions um and you know you think you're in the, the way i think of it is like they thought it was going to be something that it's not um austin is not our hero in this story we are our own heroes we should not be looking up to anyone for any, uh, to get us out of this mess because each of us are supposed to do that ourselves. And I think that may have been part of the reason why all that stuff had happened. You know, there is an immense amount of pressure on him and all these people moved from their homes, uh, moved away from their lives, left their children to come be part of this movement where they thought it was gonna be some really cool, like, you know, I'm working with an uh, off the books DIA agent. He has millions of dollars from Bitcoin and it just didn't turn out to be like that. And so I always say don't have expectations about uh, things like this because in the in the end you're just going to get disappointed and then all these other emotions are going to come out that may harm the movement. If that makes sense. Yeah, it and it, and it does. I mean a lot of people coming coming from far and wide uh, to coalesce, uh, you can see how um, drinking and partying and, you know, blowing off steam um, can result in uh, some interper interpersonal relationship dramas and things like that. Um, did you did you get paid? Are you are you paid for your work? You know, you said at one point, 18 hours uh, a day, uh, video editing. Is this all volunteer work that you're putting in? I've never received one single penny from anything related to SMG. Did SMG open up some avenues for me? Of course it did. Um, you know, it's like when when a guitar player picks up a guitar and they love it so much it's their passion that's what video editing has become for me it's like I wake up and I just I just want to make cool cool stuff and so I started uh I am now hired by this company called Conscious Vitality you may have heard about it and I was I'm blessed enough that I was able to quit my corporate job where I had to wake up at 4 a.m every single morning Monday through Friday and you know work nine hours doing something i had no passion about and i know there's a lot of um a lot of negative connotations when it comes to getting paid in this movement but like i would much people have to support themselves and i would much rather spend my time doing something where i think i'm actually contributing uh something positive into the world instead of just like spending nine hours a day not enjoying it at all and thinking you're wasting your time. And so this has nothing to do with SMG. I've not received any money from SMG, but it's 
opened this other avenue where I can actually work in my passion. Isn't um, I, I'm not I'm I'm not fully familiar. Isn't conscious vitality? Isn't that an SMG show? No, quantum consciousness was the SMG show. Okay, and is that now is that now defunct? Quantum consciousness. Yeah. Um, the YouTube is still up. Uh, as you know, there's no active shows really in SMG right now. Um, I do that weekly DJ set, or I try to do it weekly. It's uh sometimes I miss weeks. Um, but it's Q therapy, uh, which is just cool EDM electronic music, and I put really cool visuals to it. Um, but quantum consciousness, it's there is no show right now at the moment and there hasn't been for about uh 8 months i would say okay a year. and 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 I'll, and I'll get and I'll get back to that you mentioned um you mentioned you haven't received any payment from SMG and you know as somebody who pays attention and looks from the outside um it can be a little bit confusing because Austin came out um, there were there were claims. I, I don't like to talk about the big claim because it's so divisive. But let's just say he illustrated um, knowledge and um, communications uh, that implied he was a member of the Q team. Let's just say that. Yes. And what resulted was a media group, Steinbart Media Group. Uh, what's the ownership of this media group? Do you have? Did you did you earn any part in it? Uh, what what is its um, what's its corporate structure, if you will? Um. So there's, you know, I didn't come up with the name. Austin came up with the name. Um, basically, he wanted whatever is going to happen is going to happen without SMG or not. He just wanted to bring people along, and so that's basically what SMG is. So. I know it sounds more like it's a corporation, um, like an actual structurized uh, business. I would call it more of a community. So there isn't an actual hierarchy of order. There's not, um, I mean, it, it's not actually a, I don't know. I don't know how to word it. It's, it's not a typical business or corporation at all. It's more of a collective. It's, it's just, yeah, more of a collective. Okay. Um, okay. And right now, it's not very active. The most active part we have in it is a uh, is the Telegram group and just the community community itself. And I try to keep that going with voice chats. Um, we have the best group of moderators. Um, but the way Austin explains it is that you know there's no momentum right now. The most momentum Austin has gotten was before SOG was even a thing. It's when his videos first came out. And so you you can't make momentum happen when it's not there you have to ride the wave and when the, those opportunities come up then then take them seize them but we, we we're just we're, we'll waste energy trying to make something happen when it's not meant to happen at that time so that's where smg is at right now okay um boy there are so many ways i want to go here i want to i want to stay with the the pay angle and 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 challenge things just a little bit because again I've been paying attention one of the things that that struck me as odd and I know when all the drama was going on a lot of it was about you know people people upset they did they weren't getting paid which which is silly because hey uh, it was a it was a call to action to volunteer 
Um, but people were saying they were paying uh, rent for Austin. Um, Austin is on the record as saying that he um, has made money in the crypto space, um, imp- uh, going so far as to imply he has something to do with the Cave Creek Mansion Complex, um, which if you look it up online, the Cave Creek uh, Mansion is is absolutely gigantic and a very interesting house. Um, so some people have thought it's strange with all of these things put together, um, why why people are spending their money or struggling um, without compensation and even paying money to Austin. And and I know that this isn't this isn't your I don't want you to answer for Austin. I want you to answer for yourself as somebody who did volunteer and to be a part of the group. Like wh- why is that dynamic there? Wh- what what is the logic and the reasoning? Um so I, but to be honest, I don't agree with a lot of things that have happened in the past. I, I haven't liked in the past some some of the ways Austin has uh, talked about some of the aspects of his life, and that's his own prerogative. Um, I like to stay in a realistic mindset. I don't like to have this false hopium of like, oh, he has, you know, all this mansion. He has like all this Bitcoin money. Um, I think that uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to word this. Uh, apologies. Oh no, uh, I'll 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 give you a little bit of time to gather. One thing I didn't mention is um, my own personal life. Austin Steinbart was the first person who put XRP on my radar, and when I looked into XRP, uh, it's a cryptocurrency. Um, I invested in it. I invested in it around 30 cents. You can go look at, at where it's at today and where it went to. Um, but, you know, he clearly has knowledge in the space. And XRP is a absolutely fascinating and interesting cryptocurrency. Some people would say it's founded and started by um, nefarious characters, capitalists, if you will, Um so, you know, you could almost find a back door um, into questioning Austin in that regard. Um, but to me, it legitimized that, you know, as as listening to Austin over and over again, he legitimizes himself through the veracity of his information. Yes, that that is true. Um, and especially as more news stories tar- start to come out, especially about quantum technology, um, it, it's it really validates that he was on the front front end of front edge of this information. And back to your back to your question question before, um, you know, this what what we don't want in SMG is for people to sacrifice things in their own personal lives for for Austin for for SMG. That's not what we want. We want people to grow in their own lives with SMG, and that's why some of these people who have um, come are not part of it anymore it's because their personal lives have uh just had so many issues that they were kind of blaming smg for the problems that that they were having in their own personal lives and that's not how it's supposed to be and so if you're not secure in your own life um obviously everyone has issues but if you're letting important things important relationships fall to the wayside 
um, then you can't be what SMG needs you to be. Okay. Um, you mentioned Telegram, the Telegram group. Yeah. Um, I joined Telegram ex exclusively and specifically to follow Tori says. Um, that was I, I could clearly see Telegram uh, was an app that had a lot of people that had been banned off Twitter, and I and I sought that out for that information. Uh, ran into SMG Studios. Um, just by going to find Tori says, and naturally uh, found SMG channel as well. And one of the things that's uh, that I find remarkable is how many people are admins and running the SMG channel that aren't in Arizona, that aren't at the quote unquote SMG headquarters. And furthermore, I, I'm shocked at how many people are in Michigan. And, you know, it's confusing a bit to people on the outside because when SMG first started, it was uh, going to be this studio. You could clearly see high video production value, even if some of the characters were not very good on the microphone or in front of the camera. Um, the quality of production was very high. And now in this uh, lack of momentum, as you put it, this uh, period of stagnation, I, I noticed that a lot of the people are um, in different, in that Michigan area. You're in Arizona. Why, why are these people now in far-flung locations? Um, have they left SMG? Uh, is there anything you can speak to on that? Uh, no, they haven't left SMG. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're still an active part in it. We, we talk to them all the time. Um, it, they're just, that's where they're from. So they just went back home for a bit. Okay. To go, to go take care. You know, when people moved out here, it was during coronavirus. So there, a lot of people didn't have jobs at the time and now things are picking back up. And so people went back home to go, you know, make more money or take care of things they have to take care of at home. All right, so so let back to momentum, right? Because the m momentum fell off. One thing I've noticed that's uh, that's a big momentum breaker is uh, is Austin's trouble trouble with the FBI, trouble with the law. Um, as as BS as those charges were, it impacted um, the organization and the momentum of what he was building. It impacted it greatly. Um, since he pled and got out, though, where where some people like myself would have expected um, more production, more media, more Austin to come out, um, that hasn't been the case. Um, so why the lack of momentum? Why why the pause? Why the stagnation? Um, he's completely banned from using the Internet. Um, so he's really just trying to be careful to follow all of his guidelines because there are eyes looking at him and um, one slip up and it can put him right back in prison. And that's a place he doesn't want to be again. So he's laying low. He does some interviews here and there, um, but well, that, they have to be, inter they have to be interviews. Yeah. I was going to point that out that, that I have seen him do interviews and I believe interviews with 
an SMG show. I I can't remember the name of the show that the Australians do. Um, but oh, I, Baby Q Plus. Yeah, but I saw that recently. I've seen him do interviews with. Um, I mean, I, I I would consider myself some sort of fringe um, producer of content. I've seen him do interviews with shows that kind of confused me as to why he chose um, that particular show. Uh, there was a there was a woman. Um, very much, um, I would say in the, uh, uh, in, in the woo. And, you know, that those are the last two interviews I've seen with him on. And in those interviews, a lot of, they're, they're very similar. They're, you know, they're similar topics are brought up, similar things are brought up by Austin. And I guess, people from an outside perspective that, you know, I don't want to say believe in Austin, that's the wrong term, paid attention to Austin, appreciated Austin's information and what he was bringing. Um, I guess we always expected more to come. New information. There is more that's going to come. New information. Um, there is new information that that is going to come 100%. Okay. And there's, you know, uh, there were always talks about, oh, we're working on a documentary. We're working on this. See, we've got people that are part of the SMG group that worked on this movie, Deep Rig. That's all verifiable. But yet the production hasn't been coming out of SMG Studios. And um, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, do you still live communally with some of the members of SMG or is it just you and your husband now? Uh, we live with Marcus. Okay. Marcus Cohen. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember the name of his show, but you know, he, he has an SMG show. Um, and then Austin does not live, uh, with you guys. Uh, no, he does not. So where, where are you guys at with that, um, documentary film that's been teased and promised for so long? Um, it's, it's, it's still going to happen. Um, it, it just, there, there's a time and place for everything. I don't have a, I don't have a say at all of when it comes out, but I do know it will, it will be coming out. Um, I can't give you a time on it, um, but when it does come out, I'm, I'm confident that it's going to be at the exact time it's supposed to come out. Okay, just following the universal flow of life, the universe, and everything, and all the energy that flows with it. The timing, the timing is uh, of a grander scale than one person can plan. I, I understand that. That, and that's uh, it's a wonderful way to view things. If you're just surfing the universal flow, it happens when it happens. Yeah, but we also got to be careful with that too. You know, we, we don't want uh, to to just assume that all these great things are going to happen in the future. And I'm talking like a grander scale right now, <laughs> you know, um, it, it's like, we can't just sit back and, and wait for these things to happen. You know, we've got to try our best to be proactive. And, um, a, and a lot of that in SMG has been about branching out to other opportunities that have arisen for each and every one of us. And that's also kind of what's been happening as well. Um, you know, a different things it, we it, we all started with smg but for example now i'm working for conscious vitality it's just like an off branch an avenue that smg has given me and i know it's given some other people opportunities that they've taken as well 
Yeah. Um, you mentioned Austin cannot uh, use the internet. Uh, people might have been shocked when you said that, but it's true. It's a stipulation of his uh, plea agreement. Do you know? How, do you know how long that period uh, lasts for? Yeah, he had a one-year probation. So in April, um, he'll the he's he's off probation. Oh my gosh! So I mean, what a crazy world we live in, where uh, a funny computer guy is banned from using the internet for a year. Right. Right. I mean, it's it's like it's like not being able to like write a letter or something. You know, it, it's just so insane. Yeah, it it it's troubling, uh, and every and, and everything about his case has been troubling. Everything about um, the last couple of years has been troubling. If we dwell on it, um, we will have troubled minds. Um, right now, I'm so I'm so shocked that more Americans aren't upset um, at the January sixth um, uh, trespass oh trespassers that are still in jail and um, cannot get due process. I'm. Uh, when Austin came out, a guy by the name of Jake Angeli or Chansley, whichever you want to call him, um, came out around that same time. They had very similar paths. Of course, you're familiar with him. And, you know, for someone that goes out and chants and yells positivity out into the universe and just has a presence, in other words, just his physical body and what he's tr just trying to emanate positivity, for him to be jailed as long as he has for uh, positive trespass uh, is it's, sick. It's, 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 it's troubling. And it, and, it, sure. uh, and it upsets me when I dwell on it too much that more people more people aren't upset about this and that he is still still being persecuted to basically um, admit things that he shouldn't necessarily have to admit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's really sad. And the, the whole judicial system needs to be completely reformed because it's used as a weapon against everyday citizens who they want to silence such as Austin, such as Jake Chansley. It's happened to uh, a number of other people as well. And it not, not people trust the judicial system. That's why it's scary, you know? Um, and it, it, it's, it, it has to be completely reformed. Yeah. So many things need to be reformed at this point. It's, um, it's a really difficult proposition to contemplate when you look at how perverse the corruption is across the board. All right, well, let's let's get back to this because I, I still have more tough questions for you, Taryn. Um, yes. <laughs> so momentum and and what I saw. One of the things uh, that upset me, uh, if, if you brought up Michael Corey, he was he was involved with SMG with Austin very early on. Um, very early on for people that were paying attention at, at this time, this, this could be you, uh, if we go back in time, they, they, they had calls to action. You responded to one of them. Um, at one point they asked for telephone numbers. Um, then they asked for email addresses. Uh, then they had, um, uh, little, little calls for resumes for you to fill out an online form and, and discuss your skills and what you would want to bring to SMG. Uh, many people, um, this, this is literally is at the peak of Austin's fame um, from his YouTube videos and just from being himself. And so uh, I don't think that I'm 
uh, being hyperbolic when I say thousands of people just like me uh, gave their email address, gave their phone number, filled out the quote-unquote application resume online form. Thousands of people. You mentioned yeah. you mentioned momentum, and um, I was on a voice chat with you. That's how we came um, uh, together for this interview a couple weeks yeah. ago on Telegram. And one of the things that you were complaining about was it was so hard to get your word out, to let people know about your show, that the shows didn't have enough popularity to continue them. And at that time, when Michael Corey came into that voice chat, I tried to ask him, well, hey— what happened to those phone numbers? What happened to those email addresses? Because I have not received one piece of marketing from SMG, right? N not only that, I haven't received any contact for what I could possibly give or volunteer um, for the movement. And so my question was, and my, now I pose this to you, well, if, if, if momentum was broken and uh, popularity was a difficult thing, why didn't you guys use the tools that you had that you went and gathered to promote yourselves? What do you mean by promote? Oh, well, we have sent out, um, we used to send out newsletters. We sent out probably about five newsletters. We would send out um, email blasts every week. Uh, you didn't receive those? No, I didn't receive one, but I have participated in just about every call to action, right, where I volunteer my my data, my information, uh, to the SMG studios. And, and I know that there are a lot of people out there like me uh, who wonder whatever happened to that data and why... Why was it asked for? And I, and I brought up Michael Corey because uh, through my investigation, um, and when I challenged Michael Corey over that voice call, he said, oh, oh, I still have those, as if it was him, not Austin. And so, you know, I think in this broader context, in, this br in the broader context to involve you, um, Taryn, I'm not trying to ask you questions that you are not um, privy to, is... Looking from the outside in, so many people really enjoyed Austin's information. It almost seems like when the legal trouble happened, right, or the formation of SMG Studios and these people coalesced in Arizona, it almost seems like that's when the momentum broke. And it's unclear which one of those things precip precipitated this break in momentum, because the legal case you could say, could cause more interest because he was clearly persecuted and, and it, draw, it drew more legitimacy into um, his plight. Um, but this Michael Corey character who has, uh, I've been told, uh, very high research skills um, has never really answered about why the information was never used. And here you are saying, well, we sent out newsletters. Who who was in control of that data when it was asked for? You know, for example, you know, to, to tie it back to you, you said you volunteered. They they went out, Michael Corey contacted you. Was that on Twitter that he contacted you and you got involved with the audio editing? Yeah, I contacted him on Twitter. Uh -huh. Um, you know, so as as SMG started to develop and, you know, I started, I started becoming more involved with the infrastructure of things. We started trying to set up um, systems in place in order to 
get people more involved and get people to help. And, you know, it was working for a while. It really was. Um, but more and more attention had to be focused on to Austin's case. And he didn't even have legal counsel at all. Um, he chose not to have it. And, um, well, hang on, because at one point, um, he bragged that he had a really high power attorney that was affiliated with something else that was defending him. And then that storyline just went away. So there, there was a, there was, some sort of turnover within his legal defense. Uh, yes, he he chose he chose to defend himself. Okay. So uh, back to the data and the momentum and and Taryn again, I, I thank you so much for uh, being on the program. Um, my, yeah, of course. I, I know people have these questions my, too. My inquisition is not meant uh, there. Um, there's no damning conclusions that I've drawn. I'm just curious. I, I know there's thousands of people out there that could have um, contributed. Uh, I'll, uh, for example, um, Michael Corey uh, was having some personal issues in his life. As you pointed out, one of the things that was tough for people when they went to Arizona was their own personal issues, their family issues. We're in the middle of coronavirus. And um, Austin said, oh, Michael Corey, you need to go take care of uh, your your issues. And um, I was in contact with Michael Corey on Twitter as well. And it was in the middle of um, him, you know, having some family issues, needing to get home. And he said that he was, um, I don't want to, I, I can't use the exact terms, but effectively the cost of travel was uh, an impotent, uh, not, uh, uh, was difficult for him. So I offered to uh, fly him. I offered to volunteer to give him the points to fly. Um, and I, he didn't even respond uh, to um, the offer. It was just like, oh, wow, that's really generous of you. Thank you very much. I never heard about it again. So it's people on the outside looking in, Taryn, in this, in this world of so many psychological operations, it's like, you know, the fancy word of the day where everybody learns PSYOP. And so now everybody's saying mm -hmm. everything is a PSYOP, right? Um, Austin Steinbart, who's claiming to be uh, part of the team, if not the uh, uh, leader or main tool of one of the biggest PSYOPs we've seen in our modern history, the Q movement, um, it's natural for people like myself to question. And so I appreciate you so much as somebody who's on the inside for coming on the show, putting up with these questions. Um, do you have any, anything from what you've discerned on your own, because as you've put it, this is your journey, right? And I, I appreciate those words so much that you, that you and your husband were on your journey, and what you've gotten out of this is opportunity, freedom, knowledge. You never looked, yes. you never looked for um, fame or uh, to be a part of this end result to go and capture the cabal, right? So yeah. What, what, and, what, and, from, from all and, of that, I'll just let you talk. I'm sorry. There's no real question there. There's just a long stream of my statements. Oh, no, it, it's okay. And, and, and for the record, like, I, I never, ever do interviews, so I'm not very good at this. I'm, I'm usually, like, the one behind, you know, behind the camera, behind the computer. I think you're doing um, fantastic. 
done a couple. So thank you for this opportunity. And I really appreciate these tough questions. Um, We want these tough questions. We don't want everyone to automatically believe everything you hear. Like we need, we need people to question what what's actually happening. And, you know, a lot of people do have these questions, like, like I, like I said, and so I hope this helps other people kind of get some clarity about what's happening. Um, From my own perspective, and I also mentioned this earlier, I have no experience at all doing any of this. Um, We've made mistakes along the way. You know, we've put these systems into place that we didn't know how to maintain. And so that may have contributed to why there was kind of a a, a fallout of things that, you know, things became less active. and. the way it happens that I've, I've there, there's a whole pattern of things, you know, it, it accelerates a bit and then it slows down for a while. It accelerates a little bit more than it accelerated previously and then it slows down for a while. And so around January 6th time, we had such a huge, um, a huge acceleration. Uh, and, you know, we, we were in DC on January 6th. We did not partake in any of the, um, you know, the, the capital uh, situation. Trust, trust, but we'll call it trespass. Yeah. We, yeah. None of us trespassed or anything. Um, we were, we, we saw Trump talk. Uh, it was so cold that week. Um, but, you know, it's like when we all gather, when all these people from around America and different uh, locations, we all gathered and something happened. And then right after that, they started the Q signal show and, SMG grew by like 2000 within a few, a a month, a few weeks, and then it slowed down. And then the whole deep break premiere happened. And uh, a couple of our uh, team members, Seth and Marcus, they worked at the, they worked on the movie. And then Rachel Maddows mentioned Austin Steinberg on her show on MSNBC, you know, that was a huge acceleration. And then now things are kind of just slowed down. I know something will kick off another huge acceleration. I don't know what it is. Um, But I, 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 right now we we're trying to get our lives, our lives in order, make sure everything is straight. Um, You know, there's been some recent changes in my life. Recently I won't go into it, but um, I was struggling before for a little bit and, you know, now I've been concentrating on the things I have to concentrate on and, you know, I'm in such a better place than I was just a month and a half ago. And so I'm ready for that next acceleration. I think that's why things slow down sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, were you a part, I I saw that the SMG team, um, including Austin Steinbart got together in Sedona, Arizona, um, just this week. Were, were you a part of that? Did you go? Yes. Um, we went, to go meet up with uh i don't know uh i don't know if you know who cheshire is but she lives in sedona and we went to go meet up well, with well, her hang on hang on a second because i'm jay frat i'm i'm super big on being yourself i think the time for this anon status is over you're taryn cervantes you're a married woman you're a volunteer uh we are out who the heck is cheshire is are we talking about alice kennedy which might be another alias no, no, no. Cheshire is her name. She, she's, she's one of the moderators. Oh, okay. I apologize. It's, no, it's, it's okay. Yeah, no, that's her name. She, very she unique name. 
Yeah, she's she's a unique gal. She she makes herbal teas and um, natural remedies, and she lives uh, in Sedona. She she's a she's absolutely wonderful. So my husband and I we absolutely love camping. That's like one of our things. You know, our dream is to travel around America in in an RV or a camping trailer, um, which we will do. I just don't know when. But uh, so we wanted to go camping, and we always wanted to go to Sedona. So it's just a good excuse for all of us to go up there for a bit. Okay. Okay. And Austin was there. What came of that? Uh, I I assumed it would be a planning meeting. Um, What information did you get? Is it, was, was anything decided that's in the near future that we should look out for uh, with SMG studios? Um, The thing Austin has made clear right now is to concentrate on letting people know about the internet bill of rights. That's uh, the one thing he's constantly reminding us of. Uh, so as of right now, there's not much news on, on the front of SMG itself. Um, like I said before, all of us are kind of following these other paths that have opened up us to, up to us at the moment. Um, but we're here for SMG and the moment something kicks off, you know, we're, 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 we're ready for it. That's fantastic. All right, Taryn. I've, I've, I've taken you uh, enough time today. I know we've got the Arizona audit information that supposedly uh, is going to drop today. The report or the hearing um, is taking place. So that is going to captivate um, America and possibly be yet another divisive issue uh, of misinformation all around. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll be diving into that. Hopefully people will listen to this interview uh, to take a break from all of the audit talk um but i appreciate you and i look forward to further communications via telegram uh or wherever they may happen and um i will check out conscious vitality are you uh what is your official title you're a show producer for conscious vitality uh yeah i help run the video production department okay so we will check that out, and when we do, we will know Taryn is behind the scenes working hard. Um, and I just wanted to leave off with just one thing. Um, really, the most, in, one, the other most important thing is just to find common ground to unify all different walks of life, the left, right, uh, whatever opinion you have. We're all the same, and uh, just, it's all about unity. I absolutely say that all the time. We're all neighbors. We should treat each other as such. Let's be friends. We're all on this cosmic spaceship together. Subscribe and share the Conservative Hippie Podcast. Visit our sponsors, SmokeAndJays.com. Everything for your smoke and lifestyle. StonerHoroscopes.com. Adora Zen dishes cosmic vibes for the stoner at heart. KickFromTheSpot.com. Soccer is American.